What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Buffalo Fatherhood Initiative Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Sherman Webb Middlebrooks, a lifelong Buffalo resident and full-time black man. And as usual, I got my player partner here with me, Antoine Johnson. What's going on? I'm glad to be here. Uh, We are in for another uh, nice episode. We have uh, a gentleman who I recently had the opportunity to meet, um, who is also a 30 under 30 uh, awardee recently. So, so big, you know, ups to him. Uh, But without further ado, let's introduce our guest for today, Mr. Miguel Rodriguez. All right. I appreciate you. Thank you guys for having me, man. Yes, sir. Um, I think it's, I think it's good what you guys are doing here and showing fathers some love here, uh, especially in Buffalo. We need that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I hope that uh, I can have some words of wisdom for everybody. Yes, right. sir. Yes, right. sir. Well, before we get into this, man, I just want everybody in the comments and, and out there on the social medias, compliment this brother's <laughs> sweater because this sweater <laughs> is yeah. fire. Like, he I knew. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. He, he, he coordinated today, bro. I got to give the brother. socks too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And you can see in the main shot, uh, the socks definitely under the table. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Word. Word. Um, yeah, no, nah, I just had to, to give my, my brother some I love on that. that. Thank you. No yeah, doubt. Always. No doubt. Uh, nice way to break the ice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so one of the things that we, you know, we're just going to be real organic today. But uh, one of the things that we've been talking about in previous episodes is the work that we do within the Buffalo Fatherhood Initiative. And so we, we actually, we roll out this this curriculum known as the Nurturing Fathers Program. And so Sherman and I have been facilitators of it over the last five years. And in the previous episode, we talked about the roots of fathering and our own relationships with our own fathers and our experience as dads. In this episode, we want to talk a little bit about um, the second session, which talks about um, the father and little boy within, mm-hmm. right? So father and the little boy within is all about this concept that inside every man, there's a little boy, yep. right? Yep. A little boy that had needs that might have not been met as a child. Um, a little boy that had his own feelings and all this other thing towards his father, right? Um, one of the the program that I went through called the Fatherhood Connection, they talked about the little boy within as, right? Like this, there's a little boy within us that throws tantrums sometimes, yep. right? And even... Though we're not a two-year-old, we're not wailing out on the floor, we throw adult tantrums when we don't get our way, right? So for me, it might be, well, if my wife interrupts me on my way to work and I can't get to work on time, then I got an attitude with her, right? Like I'm through an adult tantrum. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sherm, Mm -hmm. you obviously, you have a lot of experience in the program. Uh, What are your thoughts about like that session or what what was that? Um, Yeah, I felt like that session was definitely folks talking to me. Um, cause I, I throw a bunch of tantrums and I didn't really understand like what was bubbling up in me. Um, cause I, I try to be as cool, calm as collected. Um, at least I'll be acting like I am. I'm truly like an anxious individual. I'm always like anticipating stuff. Um, so like just thinking about like me and like the little boy inside of me that always wanted stuff that like maybe didn't get everything that I wanted to get. Um, and so like, how is the adult version of me trying to like make up for lost time for like the little boy within and like being mindful of like when the little boy within me maybe isn't throwing a temper tantrum, but like it's driving the ship. Um, so like 
I had a nice run where, like, I was just buying so many Jordans. It was just yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> just, like, the amount of shoes, I wasn't even wearing them. I didn't even like them. But right. it was for, like, 12, 13-year-old me that maybe couldn't get them. And so, like, 12, 13-year-old me was driving the ship because 28, 30-year-old me had the money that 12-year-old, 13-year-old me didn't have. Mm -hmm. And so I was letting the little boy within me, like, take over and put – I mean, it didn't really hurt me that much, but I could have used that money for something else. Right, <laughs> the right. money I was just blowing. Um, and so now that, like, the older version of me is back in charge and staring the ship um, – I'm super conscious and mindful of, like, when the little boy in, in me is taking over. So, yeah. like, if I, like, you know, if I'm impatient, if I'm rushing, if I'm super impulsive, if I'm sensation-seeking, I'm usually feeling like, oh, that's that's little boy me. Like, the man needs to step in and, like, self-parent. I need to mm -hmm. self-parent mm -hmm. the little boy um, and keep him in check because – what, what does that Bible verse say? When I became a man, I put away childish things or something yeah. like that? When I, became, when I, got, when I got older um, – I'm forgetting the verse now, but I, I I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah when I thought when I was a child, I thought as a child. When I became a man, I put away childish things. Right. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. And so <laughs> and so really, just now making sure I'm keeping the little boy within in check because yeah. you can't let a 12, 13 year old version of yourself run your life in your thirties. No, just like you can't hand a three year old keys because they want to drive the, my daughter's three and she see her drive. She's like, I want to drive the car. And I, sometimes I play with her. I'm like, okay, we're going to let you drive today. And then she really thinks she she going to drive. But the reality is you could never hand a three-year-old keys. Right. Why? Because it's just going to be a mess. Exactly. Right? They're not ready for it. Um, and Miguel, I want to hear what you think too about like this concept about the little boy within. Um, but I just wanted to piggyback off some of the, the things I heard Sherm saying. And I think as, as men, as adults in general, sometimes we overcompensate for either what mm -hmm. we didn't have mm -hmm. um, or, like, we, we try to, like, put on, not that you said this, but we try to put on, like, this facade or whatever. We try to live some sort of life that we ain't necessarily there yet or whatever, right? right? But I definitely think the overcompensation comes into play um, for fathers and mothers, whoever, right? When we didn't have certain things and either we do them more for ourselves or we give our kids all of X, Y, and Z because we still feel insecure about areas in our lives that we, you know, either didn't have or yeah. desire. So I'm going to stop talking, Miguel. I'm going to throw the ball <laughs> or the rock to you and hear what your right. thoughts are. No, that's an interesting concept. I would have never thought of the little boy within. Um, with me, I think I think it's a, I think it's definitely insecurities. Um, one insecurity that I can think of uh, that you say overcompensating is um, like attentiveness. Mm -hmm. You know, being present. Because I just think that sometimes I try to overcompensate where I didn't have at least the attention that I thought I deserved right. when I was a child. So because you you were talking earlier before the show, like your yeah. pops is working a lot. Oh man, he always had two, three jobs, you yeah. know, so overnight, everything. So while we having dinner, he's probably taking a nap or something, you know, so I would see him in between on the weekends. Um, we really bonded over sports, baseball particularly. Uh, but yeah, I've tried to overcompensate, especially with uh, my three little girls. It was, I'm trying to always be present, always be attentive, which is not necessarily a bad thing, mm -hmm. but maybe it could be overbearing at times, mm -hmm. right? So where this concept of, like, self-play, where the kids, you give them the toys, they play by themselves because right. they needed to learn to have an imagination and whatnot. 
Um, and I'm there and saying, hey, what are you doing? Can I join you? Can I do this? <laughs> okay. Um, where maybe I need to give them some more space. Yeah, um, and and it's that that uh, that nature that, you, that you're talking about, that anxious nature is um, where on my days off, I'm still, what do I do? Yeah. You know? My wife is saying, just relax on the couch. Sit, you know, sit down, watch TV. And I'm like, nah, there's dishes. I need to do something. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? And I, I want to speak on that really quick because a lot of times for us men, we live from what we do rather mm. than who we are. Right. right. Like we, I was just thinking about it yesterday because I was telling my wife, like, man, how do we, you know, marry? We got kid, two kids now. I'm like, yo, I don't even know what I like anymore. Right. Like fun. What is, yep. I don't, fun. I don't know what yep. to do. Right. Like don't all I, yourself. Oh, Similar to you, Miguel, yeah. like I'm either working at out of the house or I need to be yeah. doing something at home. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I feel worthless as a man. Right. Mm-hmm. So I get it. That yeah. is that's good. Yeah, that's true. You know, I feel like society has put that on us where our worth comes from what we could, we're able to provide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and us as fathers, I think we live on this spectrum of duties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, on one side, um, be a good dad, be a present dad. Uh, be a good husband, you know, follow your dreams if you know what that is. Right. Um, right, right. But also while trying to be true to yourself. Yeah. So I think it's, I think it's where do sometimes it's going to slide on that spectrum and is what, do, what can we give mo- most of our attention to? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think it, it, it is interesting for sure. Yeah. I, I, I really um, feel super privileged because of those. I'm talking like, um, I was talking with a, with a brother last night, so one of my coworkers I used to work with, she's been trying to get her sons and her nephews to come to the fatherhood program. Mm-hmm. And so we were out at a bar, and like she's like, talk to my son, talk to my son. And I'm talking to him. He like, I know you my mom's friend. Like, young dude, he like 22, 23. You know what I mean? He got one foot in the streets, maybe. So, But I know who I'm talking He like, man, I'm a good dad, bro. I'm like, ah, bro, your mama never said you wasn't. Yeah. We got a group full of good dads. This ain't a program or a group that's coming to say, do this, do that. You a bad dad. Right. But I'm sure you go through things as a father that you don't got nobody you could talk to. He like, yeah, man, I got twins. My one son this, my other son that. And I'm like, who you talk to that stuff about? He like, man, you know how it is. I do. And that's why we started this program. That's what the program, that's what the group is mm. about. There you go. And we was breaking it down in terms of like, like fraternities and like no disrespect to anybody who's part of any fraternity or nothing like that. But as an outsider who's not part of any um, fraternity, the perception is you got to do weird stuff in order to join the fraternity. Mm-hmm. So a lot of street dudes is not like, man, I ain't with that. Mm-hmm. The way I'm pitching it to him is I'm like, you join this fraternity of fathers. Yeah. The only thing that you got to do is 13 sessions. Mm-hmm. Like go through the program, go through the classes. Now you in the group. And the same thing as like a different fraternity. So I think yeah. us as men – we got to figure out how we can kill two birds with one stone. So, like, I can come to the program and I can help my mental health and wellness that are going to counseling. Yeah. I can also socialize in this program and then meet other dudes that I got stuff in common with and build a new social network of friends. Yeah. I can also network and build social capital because some of these brothers might have some business going. Right. Or I might have some business going, and now we can grow and expand. But just coming to this one place, I can get multiple things out of it yeah. as a man that, that fills my cup, and I don't feel like I got to go here just to socialize, go here just to do business, go here just to maintain my mental health and wellness when I can just pull up and hit all those boxes at once. And so that's what I think 
Um, the benefit of this program is that's why I continue to invest time personally and professionally because it's an efficient use of my time. We only get 24 hours in a day. And as men who feel like we got pressure to um, deal with so many different duties, I'm always trying to figure out how can I get the most bang for my buck in, in terms of my time. Yeah. And so pulling up with these brothers, like I love doing podcasts. I love doing media. So this is like socializing. I like kicking it with Antoine. Mm-hmm. I like kicking it with Jamil. Yeah. Just me and you, we've been kicking it right, right, <laughs> for right. a minute. So like I get my social, I get yeah. my socializing. So I don't feel like all I'm doing is talking to little kids all day. Yeah. Right. Or or my or my girl all day. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so yeah. I think we as men gotta be more intentional about the places that we choose to show up at. Yeah. Cool. Speaking of professionals and professional social capital and every day, all those things, uh, we were talking uh, yesterday and, and today, and you were sharing a little bit about your professional career, right. like you just your walk. And as, as a young, you know, younger man, married, kids, yeah. um, one of the things that you said to me, and, and I want to hear a little bit more about like your, your career path, right? Because sure. um, yeah. I think it's super encouraging. Right. As a, as a younger brother. Um, but we talked about the fact that, or at least you mentioned that men today, especially with kids and the younger, don't really have a lot of other guys that they can relate to. Right. Because right. the studies are showing that people today are putting off uh, having kids longer. Right. Like the focus is on like the career and just having fun and whatever, right? You're trying to build so that you're stable. And I get that to an extent, but but the reality is people just not having kids at, at a younger age now, yeah. right? So talk to us a little bit about, like, maybe some of your fathering journey, but then more so, like, the professional, like, career path. You had Damon now, and that's really cool. Right. Talk to us. Right, no, so, yeah, I started at Damon, I'll say, a little bit over, close to three years now, Um and it's different, you know, uh, if you do the research shows that at anywhere between 70 to 75 percent of administrators in higher education are white women. Yeah. Right. Sure. So coming in as not a man, but a man of color uh, it's it's different. One, you don't really have too many people. Um, you could connect with them. Sure. It's nice. But uh, you didn't you haven't had my experiences. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I could share with you uh, to an extent. Mm. Um, but then the people that I do are other young professionals starting out their careers, doing uh, X, Y, and Z, assistant directors and whatnot. And these are the people that, again, like how you said, they're starting their career. So they're trying to set this path for, for them to move forward so kids aren't a part of that path yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so these people that I'm able to connect with, oh, I have kids. Okay, I'm not there yet. Okay, I have three kids. Oh, okay, I'm really not there yet. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. So, um, so it's a little, it's a little different. Um, I, I will say that. So, even the people that I could have connections with when it comes to, um, like parenthood, are people that I, I would say, I wouldn't call them old. I would call them seasoned. There we um, go. <laughs> they're, we go. They're seasoned into their careers. Um, they're talking about, you know their houses and their neighbors. And I'm saying, okay, well, I'm not there yet yeah. either. Yeah. So I'm not with you there. And then I'm not with this other group of people yeah. in this parenthood section. So I'm kind of in the house of these two groups. Yeah. So it's really, it's really, yeah, not really having that group to connect with yet. So yeah. we'll see though, yeah. you know, kind of 
doing things like this is really how you saying growing your growing your network and, and seeing who, who you could connect with. Yeah. And I think as fathers, uh, we do need that outlet. Yeah. I could just say this, like my cousin, he just became a father. Okay. Baby girl, three weeks old, right? Um, and I'm like, hey, how you doing, man? You know, texting him, haven't heard from you in a while. And he he knows I got three kids. He's godfather to two of them. And uh, man, she's crying all the time. I'm, I'm tired. I haven't had sleep. Um, like, what do you have for me? Mm. And I just remember texting him. I'm like, all right. First of all, it's weird because you're really open right now. So we were really vulnerable. It's a little <laughs> odd. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to embrace this, right? So this is what we need. And I want to tell him, I was like, hey, I want to tell you it gets better. It just gets different. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. there's always mm -hmm. something. But what you need to do is that you need to take those moments, take in those moments that are going to become memories, yeah. mm -hmm. take them in and share that with those people, mm -hmm. with your wife, um, with your baby girl. She's not going to understand now, but take those moments in. And he's like, yeah, moments like, you know, moments like her birth. Take yeah. that in. Yeah. You have a kid now. And he, I yeah. always knew from, the, from when I had my first... Uh, I was like, man, this guy's going to be a good dad. And now yeah. you get the opportunity to, I'm like, all right, you got to embrace it now. Yeah. Oh. Um, so it's just, it's just, I think, but hearing that from a father is different than right. hearing that from somebody who is not a parent. Because I, yeah. I always tell my coworkers who have kids, man, these people with no kids don't know. They don't know. You get to go home, you get to go to Peace of Quiet. Yeah, that's right. not our yeah. story. Th then they be having an opinion about uh, your kids and how they act. And like, right. people see my wife and my kids are crying or whatever. And they're looking at her like, what's wrong with you and your kids? And that was one of those moments. Like, they don't have kids, obviously, because yeah. yeah. they, right. you know. <laughs> so, with right. the, you know, little time that we have left, um, I just wanted to kind of wind down and so forth and talk about you know, maybe your experience with your father, okay. right? Like growing up, I know you mentioned that you, that he worked a lot. Right. Um, how did that impact uh, the way in which you father your kids today um, and so forth? I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep doing this thing that we do keep toss at. Mm -hmm. What are some things that you would keep from, you know, you saw it with your father? What are some things that you would toss, like things that you know, I don't like that he did this. Um, and then what are some things that you would add just as we wrap up. Man, the key toss ad. Let's see. Um, all right. It, it's interesting because I would say, you know, I love my dad, uh, but I would say that he's he wasn't my only father figure. Mm -hmm. He wasn't my only, you can say, role model. Um, I have, He's one of 12, so I have hundreds of, of cousins, right? And um, they were all, all ages, and they were all some kind of, form of role model well is a real role model or an anti-role model gotcha okay. you know that's oh important. that's that's a that's really something i don't want to be okay Amen. um so i think that that was a lot when it comes to my father in particular um i would say i would keep um he would he, when he when he was there he was caring i would say that he's caring and he's open and open to all experiences and he wants to do whatever he can for you, mm -hmm. regardless. Um, like, all of my cousins, they will call him, you know, hey, I need X, Y, and Z. And they know he, they could count on my dad. Yeah. So I feel the same way uh, when it comes to my dad. So uh, that's something that I keep from him, something that I would toss, um, which, again, it was something that he did 
you know, as an immigrant, you know, moving here to America, it was really, you coming here for this American dream, right? So how do you achieve this American dream? Work. Yep. Uh, so I know he did that to provide for us, uh, me and my sister. And um, so I know that it was it was all with good intentions, but mm-hmm. I would definitely toss um, that kind of importance that I would say a lot of immigrants put on work. Okay. Um, and it's more about, you know, people talk about this work-life balance. It's really about the life, right? It's really yeah. about now that you have kids, it's different because it's like, okay, I was really focused on work. I was really focused on my career. And now this person, this random person is born and changed my values completely. Yeah. Um, mm. So I think that's what I would toss. Something that I would add that I, that I give to my kids is, um, I don't, I would say, I would say support. I would say support. I'm really, it's, I really kind of let them each kind of become their own person so far. I'll say my oldest is obviously becoming her own person. She's going to be almost eight now and she's all into the arts Mm -hmm. because she's into the arts. So am I now I'm heavy into the arts for you. Okay. Um, you know, Let's go get a sketchbook. Let's go do this. Let's go watch this. Let's go watch YouTube videos on how to draw, right? And then uh, my second one, I love her to death. She's a terror. But, you know, <laughs> we, we with her, it's a lot of what are you into today? She's three as well. Yeah. And, you know, her, obviously, her interests are going to change all, all the time. So whatever she's interested in that day, that's what we're doing. We Let's go. go full speed, right? And then my youngest, I don't know, I can't say anything about her, but <laughs> no, she's yet. perfect. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, girl, right. dad, yeah, for sure, yes, girl, sir. dad, all the way. That's what's up. Any last minute words? Um, yeah, I'm just curious. Um, with the with the last little bit of time that we got left, sorry to go over, but like, how how do you think being a girl dad impacts you versus if you were like fathering a son? Oof. Uh. Because I have a daughter, too, yeah. and I started off with, like, my goddaughters, but right. I know, like, my relationship to them is different than, say, like, my relationship to my nephews, who I've right. also, like, helped raise. So, like, my daughter is definitely taking a lot of the edge off of me. I'm glad that I had her first. I'm just curious how it would have been with a son. So I'm wondering yeah. if you ever thought about that. Um, no, I, I don't think I've given it too much thought. I would say my wife has given it much thought. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> she wants to add a boy. She wants to try for a boy. Uh, I don't know if I'm there yet. Um <laughs> But I think being a girl dad, like how you said, taking off that edge, right? So I like I'm originally from New York City, from Harlem. So we grow up with this edge, um, and how I said when 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 they're born, this random person is just like they changing your value. So immediately is everything now that I do from now forward is for this person, yeah. right? I'm second. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I I just think that's that's what com- that comes with kids mm-hmm. and just with girls. I don't think that I've I don't think that I felt as wanted uh, and as appreciated as appreciated um, from anyone but my girls. Yeah. Wow. Um, I feel that, you know, yeah, it was it was obviously there's always love. Right. And, you know, hugs, kisses, family and everything. But, um, you know, when when my wife was 
when we were in the car, my wife is saying, hey, this weekend, daddy's getting an award. Daddy's getting another award? Oh, yeah. my God, that's so cool. And I'm like, man, I'm I'm so hyped that she thinks it's cool. Killing it. Uh, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Um, but it, it's that, is that yeah. I've, I don't think I've, if even if I did have it when I was younger, I don't think I've noticed it. Okay. So now that I have the wherewithal to notice something like that from them, uh, it, it's something that I don't think that can come from, you know, uh, just anywhere that really comes from these group of girls. Special. Yeah. yeah. Right, sure. All right. Well, listen, man. This has been super cool. Uh, we've only, I've only known you for like a day and a half. Feel like family now. <laughs> yeah, for right. sure. So we thank appreciate you. you being here, man. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate you guys having me. All right, thank you. Thank you for pulling up on us. Um, and for everybody out there, uh, make sure that you click that like button. Make sure that you subscribe. Hit the bell for the notifications when we dropping new episodes. Um, and when you see this, brother, if you walking around the, the Damon campus, make sure you say what's up and. Congratulate the brother. Um, and shout out to everybody else who's ever been a part of this 30 under 30 uh, fraternity that we are part of. Um, shout out to Big Bro Jamil um, and for putting that together, too. Um, and, yeah, we're going to be right back at y'all with another episode. Stay tuned. There we go.